All right, then I go over here and I refresh that screen. And we are live. So good evening, everybody. I'm Justin Coiner from Track Days. And I'm on tonight with Ask a Club Racer segment with Brendan Kettleson. BK44, what is up, man? Not much. Just been uh, dreaming about racing. Dreaming about racing while looking like Tom Sykes with that big-ass beard oh, on your yeah. face, dude? <laughs> the fuck is that, dude? Just a little something. <laughs> <laughs> Try something Jeez. new. You look like a grown-ass man, dude. What the hell happened? <laughs> you were like this little guy. Now, all of a sudden, you're like this full-grown man. Like, What are you, like 6'5 now? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> with shoes on. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Right on. Well, okay. So the, the first off, I just want to tell you why I'm doing this um, Ask a Club Racer segment. You know, I, I want I want people to to get to know the club racers and see that you know we're uh, we're all coming from different backgrounds. We're all different ages, shapes, sizes, etc. And um, we we all ride different shit too, right? And the biggest thing is that when the flag drops, we're all racers. So um, that's kind of uh, where I'm at with that. But you know what? Tell me, a, tell me a little bit about Brendan Kettleson. You... Well, uh, I started riding when I was four years old on a dirt bike, CRF 50, and uh, escalated from there. I went to a Cobra 50 uh, Mini. And then okay. went to a King Cobra 50 in motocross, won a couple of championships there. And then my dad took me to a road race, a little mini race in, a, I forget where it was, but we went to see a couple fast guys there. And I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. And then we got my Cobra, some supermoto wheels. And I started from there. Uh, mini bike racing, got a pocket bike, did my first race with Corey Ventura, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then... How, uh, how old were you when you were racing against Corey Ventura? I, like, six. I forget. <laughs> what was, was he, eight? <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome, man. That's awesome. And then, just been getting on bigger bikes from there, supermoto bikes, Got a CR85. Oh, before that, I was on a KX65. Had that for a while. Loved that bike. Uh, CR85, my all-time favorite bike right there. That was my best supermoto bike. Um, then we got a Metrokit GP70. I okay. didn't crash that bike once. That that bike was perfect. Were you like not? Were you not trying? I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I tried so hard one time. The uh, my, well, my dad kind of messed up on the carburetor, but the float bowl or something, it kept coming in and out, and uh, <laughs> I almost stalled in front, and forget where I finished that race. I think I got third or something, but um, sold that bike. We got a CRF 250 Honda. Still have it. Um, I got that when I was 14. Went on that, and then we got into the R3 to get ready for um, Junior Cup in yeah. 2018. And then we went up to the Ninja 400 because that was the fastest bike stock against the R3. Um, 
we got that built and we went to Moto America in 2019 with Wonder CBD, Tom Adler. Um, went to the first first round in Atlanta. I I crashed in the rain. Um, oh, it it went it started well, <laughs> and then it escalated to that. Um, we got all the way up until Sonoma Raceway, and um, ran out of money because it's expensive. So we took the bike off the trailer. We went to finish the AFM season with Mark Edwards. Me and him battled out all the time. Always a fun time racing with that guy. I miss him. Yeah. And uh, I finally beat him at the last round. <laughs> finally, after getting beat like thousands of a second each race. Um, and then I broke my leg in 2020 on a motocross bike. Okay. And then I took six months off. I got back on a bike in September of 2020 on the ZX6. My buddy, um, my dad buddy and my buddy, uh, Eric Child, we bought the ZX6 from him. And then okay. that, that build start started from him. And that we did a two day track day at Sonoma there <clears throat> on the ZX6. Um, felt good on the bike. I was super tired because I haven't ridden a bike in forever. And then <clears throat> we did the 2021 season. Yeah. Pretty good. And then, yeah, 2022 was even better. Yeah. I mean, I, I got to watch you a little bit, uh, the last couple of years and, um, you know, definitely 2022, you, you were pretty much ruining everybody that you won pretty much everything you entered on the 600 class, right? I mean, yes, except for at the beginning of the year against, um, oh my God, Chad, Chad, um, Lewin. Lewin, yes. Yeah. That was right before he went to Moto America. He was fast then. Yeah. I mean, dude, Chad's, Chad's a beast, dude. Like yeah. that guy, you know, he's, he's a tough one, you know, I, I guess he's kind of out of racing again. Um, yeah. He hurt himself pretty good last year, and um, yeah, I don't, I, don't think I think he's kind of done. He's gonna be a real. He's just gonna continue being the the real estate mogul that he is. Yeah. So you know what? Um, contrary to popular belief, um, I know that your dad can't afford to pay for everything, right? So what are you doing? Like, what are you up to these days to make money? Uh, I work at a grocery store, Bel Air. Uh, I'm doing dairy okay. box, getting paid weekly and uh doing whatever right. i can to help help afford racing um yeah that's pretty much it so how much of your how much of your weekly pay goes to uh the race budget uh i have it all in savings right now all of it yeah all, all of it. literally all of it <laughs> i i spend money on like food that's it <laughs> yeah i mean you know your dad makes a he makes a joke about it but he's like dude I've only got like 200 bucks left on my card. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of, it's like a massive struggle that way. Right. Like racing can really be, um, it can be tough, you know, but you know, I will say this, uh, he did mention to me something about you being quite the, uh, barbecue chef. What's going on there? Oh yeah. Smoke, slow, slow barbecuing pork 
ribs or something? Nah, I just, just put it in the oven, got beef ribs. We don't okay. eat pork over here. But okay. beef ribs and I've been loving steak for a while and uh, just getting back into ribs. That was pretty sweet. Slow cook oh, for six hours. Just so you, uh, just so you know, uh, Chris McGuire is commenting already and he's like, is that Brendan or Ryan Villapoto? Oh, you got That's the good one. <laughs> He totally looks like Poto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right. So, um, what what's your trading program like? I mean, are you like a bicyclist? You a jogger? Like that guy the other night? He's a swimmer. Um, yeah. The uh, the other Bre- Brendan with an A in okay. um, Murphy. That dude is, uh, he's like a rapid water swimmer. That dude does the Alcatraz swim. Oh, my God. I know, right? So, it's just curious to see what guys are doing. I mean, you're able, like, I, I've seen you after those 20-lap races at CRA, and you come off the bike, and you just got a big smile on your face, and you're barely broken at sweat, even when it's, like, 800 degrees outside. Oh, my God. Yeah. So what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing to stay fit and be able to go 10 tenths like that for those whole, the whole laps? So, you know, I'm I'm more of a bicyclist, but I've been slacking. <laughs> yeah, I've been slacking. I gotta pick up on the bicycle, and um, I have been doing running here and there, but like my ankle, it doesn't take it well. So I gotta get like yeah. different shoes for that, and we'll see. I like running. It's just I'm not good at it yet, so I gotta build a endurance for that. But I've been <clears throat> I've been on a program for um, Ethan Chapla, Southern Pride Performance. He's been okay. helping me a lot. Like right yeah. right after my bikes got stolen, he he came up to me and uh, he messaged me and said, "Hey, I I could help you." And he gave me some programs. But I've been really busy with work and I I've, I've been getting home super late. I'm making excuses, but. I really need yeah, to I'm like, I'm wondering how thick this excuse book's going to get for you. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, dude. Yeah. Is that what Ethan, like, I know Ethan's not going to let that shit fly, dude. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, right on. I'm not proud of myself for that. No. Oh, wow. I beat myself up every night. I'm like, oh, I should do something, but I don't. So lazy. Dude, I mean, look, do you want them other guys to beat you? Nope. Well, there, there's your answer right there, buddy. So, okay, so you said you're a cyclist. Like, are you like a mountain biker? Or are you a roadie? What, what's Road your deal? cycle, yeah. Okay. I got a Cannondale. Okay. Tom Mather got it for me. It's sweet. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, me too. I'm looking at it right there. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, see? It's uh, right there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, good on you, man. Like the the a lot of a lot of people are doing the roadie thing, and you know there's a lot of mountain bike stuff too. And you know you you uh, how about dirt bikes and supermoto? You still doing that stuff? Oh yeah, dirt bikes. We've been taking a break off dirt bikes, but um, love dirt biking. It's what I started on. I'm feeling more comfortable every day on it. <clears throat> every time I go back out, but I've been doing pretty good on that. Uh, I really want to get back on that. I got flat tire on the bike right now but i've been liking that a lot um that's really it haven't been supermodeling no no 
You don't do it, or you, you haven't done it in a while? I've done it in a while. I've got a KTM SMR 450. And, and what's that doing? Sitting in the garage. <laughs> I just... And yeah, I, and I'm totally scumbagging you while I've got a 450 that I haven't ridden in like two years. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, okay. Yeah. All right. So that's so the you haven't really ridden the motocross, but fuck, you're not really training much at all. No, the like the days I'm working, the only day I could go supermoto is Monday at Sonoma. I could go to Dixon, but I mean the weather here hasn't been great at all. It's been wet. Well, I guess you would need a kayak uh, to go or yeah. like pontoons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can ride the with the pontoon setup. Maybe right? I should start rowing. I mean the river's high there enough. You go, dude. There you start swimming, right? Like. <laughs> I, if I don't swim, I'll die. So I gotta swim. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, just a heads up, John. Um, I don't even want to try to pronounce is that righty or yeah. righty? Yeah. Yeah. So he says he's loving the new team shirts. Yeah. We got yeah, new ones a- after this. Oh, you have another new ones. Yeah, we, they're they're um like Nardo gray. Okay. So you've got rid of the green then. Yes. That's a that's a good move. Yeah, because we don't know what we're doing, so just go in neutral color. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I you know, rock of the Yamaha shirt, obviously. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, good for you, man. Like you guys, in in the pits, you guys always look super pro. I mean, anybody that's club racing with CRA or AFM, pretty much they could find you pitted right next to the Pirelli, right? Yep. If not, we got a big tent, and you'll you'll see us. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think. Well, you talked about changing your uniform color, but I don't think you have plans to change the, the hat that's on your head, right? Nope, no plans. Nice. Same bike too. Oh, you're gonna okay. You're gonna ride the same bike for now. For now, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, it was about a month ago. I was thinking I was gonna have surgery on my shoulder, and I told my I told my partners that. I was like, shit, if I can't race round one, maybe I should let BK ride it. And they're like, uh, I don't think dad's got enough room on his credit card for that. <laughs> they are right. They're correct. <laughs> yeah. Sadly. Yeah, okay, okay. All right, so tell me a little bit about, um, you know, obviously you, you've got some pretty good stats there. I mean, you, you went and did Motor America in, in uh, 2019, right, Junior mm-hmm. Cup? Yeah, you had that Ninja Four Hundred. There's that famous photo of you and the Young Guns thing, where you've got both wheels up off the ground. On you're like oh, jumping the curb or something. Yeah, yeah, that was sweet. So, how did how, like how did you um, what how did you lead? How, what led you away from Motor America again? Because, I mean, you look like you look like you had some promise there in Junior Cup, and then you went back to club racing, and you really you really haven't been back to Motor America, right? No, it's it really just comes down to the money. We we couldn't afford it, and I don't want to go broke in this industry because you won't be able to come back. So we just decided to take the bike off the trailer and finish off AFM season, and uh, I did pretty good. We uh, finally got a win at the end of the season, like Mark Edwards. Yeah. Yeah. Right at the end, got him by a couple thousands, like he's been doing to me in 2019. It's always fun riding with that guy. 
Yeah. It was always most competitive racing I've I've been. Yeah, I mean, you say that, but I've I've seen you have some pretty good scraps uh, uh, racing against thousands in like FP, right? And, uh, and Gold Cup. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I I was just curious, like what. What made you guys stop? And, you know, it sounds like that's kind of a similar situation that a lot of people fall into, right? Yeah. So, um, I, I do remember seeing you, like, I think I remember seeing you helping out Rocco in 2020, right? At the Nationals? Yeah. We, I, I went to a couple of races. I went to Pittsburgh. I went to Alabama. That was, that was rainfall. That one was bad. Yeah, it was. I went to a couple others. I went to the Brainerd test just to help them. I I was helping um, Bandit Landers on her little mini cup bike because she she, she wanted to <laughs> she wanted to start riding again. She did pretty good. She got better each each race. Yeah. So what's it what's it like traveling with the Landers traveling circus? Crazy. It's crazy. crazy. Yeah. They're always did they scumbag the- you into selling t-shirts and hats? No. <laughs> no, I wore the shirts though. Yeah, I mean, I I do. I think I remember seeing you. I I was at, at Brainerd that uh, in twenty twenty one when uh, when Attack went out to test at Brainerd, and I remember seeing you there, and I was like, shit, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know you were like part of their pit crew or whatever. So yeah, we've been racing since I forget when, but. He had uh, Mini Moto USA, his dad. Uh, okay. We, yeah, we started racing there together. And then after a couple of years, they parted ways to Spain. And we yeah. stayed here and then came back to Junior Cup. He won everything. And, but at Road Atlanta, we, we met again. It, it had been a while. Yeah. Yeah, but we're, we're super close. We're family. We we That's love cool. the Landers family, and, and you know you gotta you gotta love mom net mob Landers right, mob Landers, yeah, Rocco's mom. <laughs> I just call her mom. Mom. Yeah, right. You gotta love her, right? She's, oh yeah. She's like the most. She's one of the most animated characters in the paddock. Yeah. She, right. She's not scared to do anything. No. <laughs> Yeah, she'll color her hair, crazy hair. She'll wear everything. She'll scream. <laughs> right on, yeah. right on. Man, I'm getting some comments already, dude. Um, tell me about uh, like, is it, it's my understanding? I think you you also did the rookies cup, right? Yeah, Red Bull rookies cup in twenty. You try out. You did yeah. tryouts. Yeah, you didn't tryouts. go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So were... where was where was the tryout? So the tryout was the first one was in Almeria, Spain. That's at the I forget the rider, but one of the Moto Two riders had made the track like specifically like his flaws in racing. Mm. So there was a bunch of technical corners. It was that year. It was on the um, I think it was a metric at one twenty five. Okay, on one twenty five though. That was my favorite. Because I fit on the bike. I was 5'4", 120. I fit on the bike. It was awesome. But then I made it to the second day. And unfortunately, it didn't make it to the um, 
like make the cup because Sean Dillon Kelly had still been in, but I don't know how the politics is with Americans racing in there, but I mean it's pretty obvious that the Americans kind of get the shit into the stick over there, right? Yeah, uh, there's one. It sucks. Yeah, they they if they pick one, they get one. Yeah, that's it. Literally one amongst literally. a bunch of a, a bunch of field full of Spaniards. Yes, like five right? Spaniards every every rookie cup tryout. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, like, I mean, how did that bike compare to your bike that you were racing at home? I uh, compared pretty good. I was on the Milwaukee MD 250. Then I forgot about that. I was on the Milwaukee MD 250 in 2017, I believe. That okay. bike was sweet. It wasn't a two-stroke. It was a four-stroke. Yeah. But it, it flipped pretty easy. Yeah, it's like a Moto three bike, kind of, right? Yeah, like, kinda, a, like, the, like a low rent, a low rent version of one, kind of. Basically, but it was still expensive. <laughs> well, ex- expensive is relative, right? Yeah. So Auto rebuilds aren't aren't cheap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just a couple of quick uh, comments here. Um, Bridget LeBaris says, "Let's go, Brendan." <laughs> All right. Um, and then uh, T. Uh, Ad- Alder? Tom Adler, yeah. Tom Adler? Uh, okay. Uh, oh, shit, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he, uh, Tom says that he's ready for some Superboto at Sonoma whenever you are. Oh, yeah. I'm ready now. <laughs> yeah. And then um, John Wrighty says, let's go lottery. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> I hear that, dude. I hear that. Yeah. Um, and then McGuire wants to have you talk about your best ever 600 race with Chad Lewin. Ooh, that was a good race. We we were neck and neck the whole the whole race. He he pushed me for my no, it wasn't my fastest lap, but I pushed him for his fastest lap. I was close to my fastest lap at the beginning of the year. It was a 46-0, I believe. Oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> we were moving. That was a fun race. And he was also he was on the R six, right? Yeah. Okay. But and that was your best race, even though he beat you that race. Yeah, we were we went back and forth a couple of times, but he had stayed in front of me. I, but I wasn't aggr- as aggressive as I am now back then, so I probably could have made it happen, but I didn't. So what you're saying is, a year ago you weren't as aggressive as you are now. Yeah. I've aged. <laughs> yeah, you were kind of, you were like shy, like super nice kid, right? And then, you know, yeah, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. that adds up. It's like bit. Ezra. Yeah, I mean, look, being real, dude, I heard, heard through the grave, I'm not going to tell, well, fuck it, I'll name names. Uh, Chris McGuire yeah. uh, and a few others. But I, I hear, you know, I hear that you kind of got fast because you got towed around by Corey and Ezra. I mean, that's, True. It's true. They helped me in the race, but I mean it's a race. I wanted to I wanted to be with them, so I tried my best and I followed their line. I mean look, I, I, I've watched you progress the last couple of years and dude, even from the the first time I saw you at Thunder Hill in twenty twenty one, because I'm not a no cow guy, I know. Uh, yeah. So from that weekend even even a year, the, exactly a year later, that same weekend, a year later, dude, you were 
you were far a better writer in just one year, man. Like you, you've progressed quite a bit. Oh yeah. Right? I'm a hundred percent more comfortable on the bike now. And uh, Derek Keys has helped a lot with that. The bike is feeling much better. Um, Mike Canfield at MC Tech also. Of course. Yeah, of course. He's, he's awesome. Got you gotta have grumpy and... pants working on your shit, right? <laughs> yeah, he's done. He's helped a lot in the last two years on this bike, and probably the best, the best um, escalation on the bike because of him. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, so, you know, I have it in my notes that you worked with Derek Keys, but like, tell me a little bit about that because every time I, I swear it seems like every time I see you at the racetrack, you got that dude in your pit, right? <laughs> every time he's sort of like, he's sort of like uh, the Cowie version of Steve Weir, you yeah. know, <laughs> right? Steve yeah. Weir's the BMW guy, right? BMW, like yeah. he's sort of like you know, Steve is the BMW guy, Derek Keys is the Cowie guy, Cowie so. Guy, yeah. Yeah, so tell me a little bit about working with him and, and how involved in your program is he? Oh, he's, he's been getting involved a lot more this, this past year. Um, he's, he's rebuilt my bike from the ground up. It's, it definitely worked a lot better than because he greased all the linkage, the bearings, and bike worked amazing after that. But um, he's been getting involved because me and Andrew Lee, we pitted together, so it was easy. So me and um, Andrew Lee had his help at a couple of the rounds. Okay. And because um, Derek Keys had worked with, um, I'm blanking on a name, Rich Escalante. Yeah. On the okay. J6, it's it's helped me get faster on the J6 on the J6 because he's worked with Rich Escalante who has lots of experience on a 600. Yeah, and he, lots of experience and going fast on a 600, right? Exactly, yeah. It seems like, I mean, it seems like you kind of got to have the secret sauce on those Cowies, right? Oh, yeah. There's definitely a, like, not necessarily a secret. You just, you just got to know the people to go fast on it. Right on. Well, you still got to, you still got to ride the fucking thing, Yeah, right? you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right on. So uh, just a heads up, uh, chiming in, James Roy says that not not to leave out following Steve Rue and Birdo. Yeah, I had lots of good battles with Steve and Rue and Birdo on the beginning of the the 600 journey. That was fun. And then I <laughs> I got a little faster and they didn't. <laughs> Okay. Hey, 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 I'm not trying to be rude. I'm young. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be sending Stephen Rue that message oh, later. Oh, no, I love Stephen Rue. He's <laughs> awesome. Dude, Rue Balls is great, man. I, you know, yeah. I met that guy a couple years ago. Like, he's kind of like an elder statesman with AFM, right? Like, that dude's mm -hmm. been around for a minute. Yeah. And he's, he's a little bit older than me, and he still rips, man. And, uh, he does. You know, when I, when I showed up to AFM last year and I had... I had those wheels. He was like, "Oh, hey," right? <laughs> because I guess he he does he's got like a chrome wheel looking vibe as well. Yeah, and uh, a super nice guy. And um, and you know, I know he hated be getting beaten by me at, at Buttonwillow because I was <laughs> R one. But dude, that dude's fast. He's legit fast. Yeah. 
Birdo is too, man. Like he's the yeah. AFM Prez. He's still, oh, yeah. yeah. He's still ripping. Yeah. That yeah. Dude still kind of rips. You say he's 53? Yeah, he says he's 53, oh my man. God. He does not look yeah. 53. He's healthy. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't look a day over 45. No. Not at all. <laughs> right on. Right on. Yeah, and then, um, and, also, you know what you you worked with Canfield, right? And also, you have a don't you have like a do you have a dealership or something that's helping you out? Yeah, PCP Motorsports has been helping me for a long time, ever since the four hundred. Okay. And yeah, Chad's son at PCP Motorsports. He's an awesome, dude. If you guys need a bike in NorCal, they're on. They're, oh my god. They're in NorCal. They're in NorCal. Yes. Yeah. Somewhere down there. Um, go to PCP Motorsports, get whatever you need. They, they'll get you a sweet deal. And uh, super nice people. I get all my parts from there. Um, ever si- Yeah, they're sweet people. So, you know what? Let me ask you this. You know, you, you went through quite the learning process. Like, was there something specific that you, that kind of triggered you to the your winning ways like was there something that just like whatever suspension or you figured out a certain line or whatever what was it or was there anything that just like clicked one moment and you went from like not winning to winning what was that um honestly this this cx6 this bike clicked for me the Ever since the first ride at Sonoma, the suspension has felt amazing to me. And I've felt confident on it since day one. And every time I got on the bike, I felt more and more comfortable. And then Derek Keys helped me. And then we just got even more faster. So it was just the bike clicked with you? And then you're like, yep, I can win now. (laughs) Yeah. And then honestly, that off year in 2020, that got me like, Dude, I want to win. I want to win. I saw all these guys winning. I'm like, I, that's going to be me one day. And I, it triggered in my brain. And that off year really, it really taught me a lesson. Really? Okay. So tell me a little bit about, like, I mean, you guys, you, you guys have uh, faced quite a bit of adversity the last year or so, right? I mean, yeah. You, you had your dirt bikes ripped off and your fucking toy hauler ripped off. Like, yeah. tell me a little bit about what happened there. So me, my, me and my dad and Dion Campbell's family went to uh, SoCal. So the first day we went to, um, I keep forgetting these tracks. We went to a track down in SoCal, Paula, no, not Paula, Paris, Paris. Okay. We went to Paris. We rode there for the day, and um, we went back to the hotel, got everything situated. We parked in the back so no one would see our stuff. We were right next to, like, a big hut, too, so they could only see it from the street, maybe. And so we woke up. My dad went to go to the bathroom, and then I was, like, kind of getting up, and then all of a sudden I heard the truck start. And then I'm like, Dad, they're taking the truck. I peek out and the truck's leaving, struggling. Oh, shit. The truck needed work, but like they left with all of our stuff. And oh my god! Deion Campbell's truck was right next to ours, but there's there's a little newer, and they're like, "Yeah, we don't want that one. We want this one." 
we we don't want the we don't want the new hotness. We want the old and busted. <laughs> we want yeah. They use a screwdriver to get in. That's how easy it was. Of course they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah did you little... guys? So what? So you lost the truck. What like what? What all was in the truck? So my brand new 2022 KTM 450 SMR, the the KX250, um, my dirt bike gear bag, my road race gear bag, um, a generator or two. I forget. We had a lot of stuff. All of our tools, like Jeez. that, we took to the track. Um, a lot of others. Our tire warmers, fuel. We had a lot of. Um, I think it was U44 or MR12. <laughs> we had some expensive fuel in there. Like Shit, everything, man. yeah. So I guess that's a reminder to not stay at that motel. Uh huh. Hemet. Just so you guys know. Um, Hemet and, uh, yeah, don't stay there. Okay. Don't stay in Hemet. Got it. Got it. Yeah. (laughs) Did you guys get any of that stuff back? So, um, they found the truck on our way home. Uh, Campbell's drove us home, thankfully, all the way back to Sacramento and like not even like an hour into the drive, they found it. Oh, wow. Okay. But it was beat. Like, they punctured a hole in the gas tank and the diesel tank. Um, a bunch of other things were bad. The, the alignment was off. A bunch of other things. And then, like, a couple other days later, they found the KX250. And then, like, right, like, that night, they found the KX250. They found the KTM at a fire department. Oh, wow. Okay. They dropped the KTM out of fire department. But you never got the gear back or the fuel, right? Or the tools? No gear, tools, no tire warmers, generator. That sucks. Yeah. So, correct me if I'm wrong, I think your dad's still driving that truck, isn't he? Yeah. Does he use a screwdriver to turn it on? (laughs) No, they they made a new key. It's still a little messed up. I'm just talking shit because I know your dad. Yeah, I mean, we. Your dad's your dad's got a degree in redneckery. I know that. Oh, yeah, we know how to bypass stuff. <laughs> we need. We right. still need to get an alarm system for the thing and a like a kill switch for it, so you can't start it unless you have something. But we we still got a lot of stuff that we can't afford. Of yeah, course. I hear that, dude. I hear that. So I got some more comments coming in, and. uh Obviously, it's it's the usual suspects, right? It's uh, it's Chris at all Adler and um, yeah. So you know, Chris is saying that PCP and Chad are a huge supporter of racing, which is really mm-hmm. cool to have a team that does that. Um, and then Adler saying that he was racing you when when you were eight and he was fifty one. Yeah, and, Honestly, and there's not that many sports that you can do that, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's hilarious. racing. And then um, Chris again. He says, uh, "Did did not?" He said, "Did not the Hemet Police Department ride your dirt bike back from a crack house?" Uh, basically, so they they found the dead like, riding. How did it end up at the fire department when you like? Tell me about the crack house. Like what? No, it wasn't a crack house. They found the dude riding it, and then so they were in their um, jurisdiction. So they just like. 
like, dude, just give us the bike. We know this isn't yours. It had all the graphics on it, so it had my name all over it. Oh, yeah. And um, so the the chief or one of the top police guys, they literally wrote it back to the precinct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the other the other adversity thing was this past season, you know, you also had your toy hauler came up missing. Somehow. Uh, it was in our the trailer storage park. Um, we don't know when it was stolen, so we were getting ready for, um, I think it was CRA we were getting ready for. Yeah, and round three, right? Yeah, I think so. We couldn't go because we didn't have a trailer. Yeah. He went to pick it up, it wasn't there. And then he went to get the, um, like the cameras, and apparently they only last three days. So right. it wasn't, well, no, not three, it was something like very small like you're like bro like, people don't see their toy hunter trailer in like weeks yeah I mean, three days right and then we didn't see it for the past three days and like it could have been any anywhere behind that yeah have no clue i mean I, I i do remember offering you guys my garage i was gonna give you guys tire yeah. warmers everything but it was just you it was just so like a clusterfuck of adversity for that. It just it wasn't in the cards, right? Yeah, no. I, I was at work when I found out. So I'm like I'm stressing at work, going to lunch at <laughs> knowing that we might not be able to go to the race. Oh, it's such a bummer, man. We missed yeah. you that weekend. Yeah, I missed um, you too. So let me ask you this, man. You you've been racing uh, for quite a minute here, uh, up and down in California. You've done the nationals. So what what's your uh, what's your favorite track so far? Um, so far probably that's the Spain one. Oh, that one too. So at, well, I think my favorite track is probably Road American, Wisconsin. Fucking you and everybody else, dude. Like it's fun. Every every national guest I've had on, and I asked that, they all say Road America. Oh no, actually, sorry, Sonoma. Sonoma's my all-time favorite racetrack. Really? Yes. It, okay, that's yeah. interesting. Why? Why is that? Uh it's just it's a technical track, and I I really do like technical tracks, and uh, I really. I did really good at that track on the 400 and junior cup. I, I got top five, both races. I got okay. fifth and then fourth, and I was super, we were super close. It was like a fight for third each race. And, um, ever since then, really, I, I've loved the track. So you, uh, you've gotten to ride with CRA a little bit, you know, one of the club that I'm kind of involved in a little bit. Um, and um, you've gotten to race on Buttonwillow this past year in three different configs, right? That's crazy. I didn't know you could do all that. Right? Uh, so tell me a little bit about, um, you know, obviously config 13 is the one everybody knows. Mm -hmm. You know, most people, when they race, when they talk about Buttonwillow, that's what they think of. Yeah. But you've actually done config one and config 26 also mm -hmm. um config one is like instead of the sweeper you get to go down to star mazda yeah. and then obviously 26 is backwards with the drag strip so tell me a little bit about you 
racing backwards 26 on the drag strip. So it was fun when I wasn't racing the thousand. They just left me in the back straight. But it was actually a really fun track. I liked the layout. The the drag strip was really bumpy, but it was fast. I liked that. Other than that, the track it flowed pretty well, surprisingly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so too. I unfortunately I haven't gotten the opportunity to race on it yet because I've been broken or injured or something the last two years in a row, man. Oh man. That weekend. <laughs> right? Yeah, I think uh, last year, I, I, well, 2021, I think I, I got the vid that weekend, so I couldn't make it. And oh, then yeah. um, and then last year, I was, like, ruined from round three, so. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, so I haven't gotten to race it, so I don't know. I don't even know if we are racing. I don't think we are racing it this year. Okay. So I'm excited for the yeah, new I mean, yeah, I'm excited for the new track as well, you know. Um, also, what, at, since we go to Button Willow a lot, like, what what do you think is your favorite corner there? Hmm, that's a good question. On 13. Let's just, 13. Like, 13. Yep. Hmm. Mine's Riverside, even though I crashed there. That's my jam. <laughs> um, like, what's your, that's my jam corner at Button Willow? I like, I like first corner. I like the first Turn one. Corner. Yeah, turn one. Okay. Hard on the brakes. Just a 90 degree left, huh? Just a left corner, yeah. It's, All right. It flows good. I like that corner. I feel like I'm getting it down pretty good. See, I, you know, if you're going to talk about turn one, I kind of like Thunder Hill's turn one because it's so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? It's, it's hit or like, miss. Like, if you're off a little bit, you're, that corner's not going well. So what do you, what's your, what's your favorite turn there? Mm, probably five. That's the that's the white trash corkscrew, right? Yeah. Okay. I like uh, that. Uh, Cyclone, I think. Right? Cyclone. Uh, Cyclone. I think so. Yeah. yeah, that's that's fun. It's because like you gotta like turn before you see where you're going. Yeah. So that's kind of yeah, weird. you gotta know where you're going. Is that, <laughs> that kind of like your? Uh, you were talking about how you like Sonoma. I mean, it mm-hmm. is it, it you is it that you like those those type of turns because you like more super technical stuff or? Yeah. I haven't thought about that way, but yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Fair enough, man. Like, that's all right. That's all right. Okay, so um, I think you worked with Graves a little bit, right? A little bit, yeah. At the CRA Laguna I've, round. I've heard some rumors some. about CRA at Laguna. Yeah. I heard they, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard that you got a bullet from them. A bullet? Like an engine? Oh yeah. Like a like a fasty a fasty? They're just testing your motors. It was nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so your so your your engines are kinda was it just that one weekend that you were having a Graves engine or yeah. like the motor oh. went out as soon as the last race ended. Okay. Oh, so it legit was a bullet, huh? Yeah. It it, it was a new spec motor. It, it it had new spec. New spec, yeah. New gen. <laughs> what do you call it? New gen. You got a seven fifty in there now. <laughs> yeah. So so basically, you were running over with a two millimeter over and something like that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. It was 
strange. They they're special. They're special sauce or something. Okay. But yeah. Okay. That motor was awesome. It was nice. So tell me a little bit about uh, you know you you raced with CRA. Um, you know we we did kind of bring club racing back to Laguna Seca last year. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we're not going to do that this year. You know the place is closed for like six months. Oh, July. Yeah, June, I think. I think they're kind of the end of June, I think. So, I mean, they're like closed for six months. So they're trying to cram all their um, all their contracted scheduled events into six months. So we didn't really, we weren't really interested in hosting a race weekend at Laguna Seca in, in November. Yeah, right? that's pretty late. It's probably expensive yeah. too after the repays. Well, I mean, it's always expensive, dude. It's Laguna yeah. But, you know, you kind of, you, that, that comes with the territory. But, you know, the, the chances of having um, shit weather at that time of year in that area are pretty high, right? Yeah. So, um, but hopefully next year we'll be back on the schedule and we'll have another round oh. there. What did you think of that? Did you have a good time there with us? Yeah, it was awesome. The, the races went really well. We got an extra lap because of the, their flaggers. But I, I liked that. More, more track time. There you go. Of course you got an extra lap because of their flaggers. I I was lapping a lot of people, but it was... Oh, it was, was that the GT race? Was that yeah, the, the GT race? I think we okay. got like three extra laps. I did. I don't know. <laughs> really? It's a 20-lap race. You think you did 23? I think so. I'm going to check the math on that, buddy. 22, maybe? I don't know. I, I my lap timer said twenty one, and then we had one more lap left. But I I had a little cramp in my butt. But yeah, it was okay. Nice. Okay, that's that fair. First, like, so big race. you you race with Motor America. You've been racing AFM. You grew up kind of racing little bikes and stuff. Like what? As a as a club racer yourself, what do you think about racing with the new race club? It went surprisingly well. I. Like, guys had a little bit of, like, issues, but, like, that was solved super fast. It was, it went very smooth, surprisingly. Like, I think you have, like, a little rough, like, rough couple race weekends, but, like, it, it went pretty smooth. Like, we did a lot of races, a lot of laps, and I, I personally liked it a lot. So I, I've got a I've I've got a couple of uh, comments here. <laughs> I tracked that with my dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, track days seven two nine is your dad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he says the Graves the Graves engine only. He said motor. I always say engine. Yeah. Um, Graves engine only had cams. So. Yeah. And then um, and he also says that you actually went faster on your stock engine at AFM. I did. Yeah. Well, I mean, could you have gone faster because you had, uh, you were more comfortable and had more track knowledge and notes from the previous time? Yes. And it helped that I had people in front of me in the, in the FP race, but I, I were, I was doing those times by myself in the 600 races. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's cool. That's cool. And then Chris wants to know if I got you into trouble at the podium at CRA Laguna. Yeah, you did. I did? How did I get you into trouble? I don't remember. Dale didn't like that. 
Who? What? Kyle Kiefer. What? What happened? I don't remember. Refresh my memory. You had me say, you gave me twenty bucks for uh, to say something about Pirelli and thank thanks Dunlop for putting the race on. I I don't I don't recall that. You don't recall losing twenty dollars. Dude, I don't re- I don't remember yesterday, brother. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was funny, but like, Dad didn't like that. <laughs> all right, all right, okay. Oh, we love Fair. Dale. Dale's awesome. Yeah, yeah, Dale. Dale's a good sport, dude. Like he, you know, he he got he got that it was funny, but yeah. I get it. I get it. You know, it. You know, it's all in good fun, right? Yeah. All right. All right. So let's see what else I got here. All right. So obviously, you know, you you've kind of been riding around with Ezra and uh, Corey Ventura most of your life, right? Yeah, basically. But, yeah. You know, aside from those guys, like, can you can you talk about a little bit about like some of the riders that have influenced you a little bit, and and maybe some guys that you've looked up to, maybe like I don't know, Uribe and yeah, you know, Rocco, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I got a so, couple, yeah. Cameron Bobier, he's, I really look up to him. He's, I like his riding style. He's smooth, fast. He doesn't look like he's, he's hardly working on the bike, but he's, yeah. he's super consistent, fast, fast laps every lap. Um, <clears throat> Nikki Hayden, obviously, I think everyone really is looking up to him. <clears throat> but Jason Uribe, I, we were close for, since I was young, so he really influenced me. His dad helped me a lot. Like my KX65 motor was built by him. That was a rocket ship. Um, my CR, my CRF 250 motor is built by him. That thing's a rocket ship too. These 450s, really? yeah. Um, but yeah, they've been a big influence on my my racing program. Like, heck, even this year, like. We have their trailer now. They they helped us, let us borrow it for um, a couple of rounds. And we loved it so much that we, we got it for uh, the insurance money from the trailer being stolen, obviously. But um, he, like, the Milwaukee, we bought that from Jason Uribe's dad, Alan. Okay. Yeah. That motor was also built by Alan, also a rocket ship. But, yeah. Those three. So, um, I mean, how how many? Yeah, you've won a lot of club championships now, right? So, how many? How many? Do you do you have you kept count on how many club championships you have now under your belt? I actually have them right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you? You made notes. You prepared. Look I at did. you. <laughs> I thought you were gonna wing it tonight, bro. Come a little prepared. Come on. <laughs> So I got, so for CRA, I'm the DTC champion for 600, 600 Superbike champion, 600 stock champion, and I'm Gold Cup number two. Um, for AFM, I'm 600 Superstock champion, and 600 Superbike champion, and I'm number two in FP. So I'm number two in the whole club because they get one through five. Are you, you going to run number two? No, I got to keep 44. Run number two, man. Oh, 44. I've never switched off of 44. I've had 44. You know, you know, you can have your graphic made with the number 44 in the big number two. I was thinking the opposite. 
two in the 44. Oh, you could do that too. Also, then, you know, I mean, that's also Heron's number, so like, eh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you gotta hide it. You gotta hide it. I, I was I was wondering if you guys were going to run your single digit plate. You know, sometimes the sponsors like to see that stuff. So, I don't know. I mean, if I were you, man, like, let's just see. Hey, Chris McGuire, are you still watching? Like, if comment and tell him if he should run his single digit plate that he earned, and if that would help you guys at Pirelli. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it just seems like. Um, it seems like a good thing to do. You earn the thing. I mean, it's like nobody gets to run a top, you know, a single digit plate, you know, unless you earned it. And yeah. dude, you earned the number two plate in two clubs, one of which is arguably the most competitive club in the country, right? Yeah. So I don't know. You should probably think about that. Maybe discuss that with your sponsors and your yeah. dad and the team and everybody and see if, see if that's probably a good thing to do. I mean, it's, the clubs kind of think it's a big deal, but also like maybe your sponsors too, man. Like, you know, there might be something to that. What do you think? I I haven't thought about it that way. That's a a good way to think about it. Like it'll give them more, more popularity, maybe possibly. I mean, you know, just think about it. You know, I mean, I'm stoked for you, man. Like, you won number two plate in two different clubs. You got second in FP overall and second yeah. in Gold Cup. Like, <laughs> dude. Yeah. You're kind of a beast now. Like, you went from this little shy kid in the background looking at his shoes to, like, the guy <laughs> ruining everybody. So, yeah. it's, uh, it's been a pretty impressive journey for you. Yeah, Junior Cup was rough, but uh brought it back with the 600 and... This bike has really been the highlight of my career, honestly. Okay. So besides that bike, and and okay, so in the garage right now, what do you, you've got the the K, the KTM thing? The KTM 450 SMR. I've got the the Cowie. The Cowie Zig Six. The Cowie KX250 dirt bike. I've got a CRF 250R Supermoto, and I've got a little mini bike. It's a CR85 chassis cradled for a 100 motor. Okay. Supermoto. That thing's sweet. We, we really slacking on finishing that bike. It's been a project for like two years now. Well, just a heads up. You're, you, you're going to look like a Sasquatch on that thing now. Cause you're like eight foot tall. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I think we're probably going to sell it <laughs> to afford this bike. Think, right. Yeah. yeah. So you guys, uh, what, what's your plans for 23? Uh, probably the whole CRA season and AFM, and then possibly, we don't know, but we, I'd like to do a Moto America round. Sucks that we can't do Laguna Seca because it's an endurance race. That's, I need a whole Well, you could. I could. We need a whole crew. We need like $5,000 worth of parts on the bike to actually win, and that's what I want to do. I want to win. So maybe a different a different race that I could do well in, and maybe like me and my dad were just talking about doing the Weir GNF, the Grand National okay. Final. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, I've been I've been talking to the, some of the boys about road tripping and doing a club race at Road America or something. You know, that would be sweet. Congrats, right? I'll let you know if we end up doing it, and then maybe you could hitch a ride with us. But yeah. um, I you know I don't know I. 
I don't know what the schedule looks like for us this year, and yeah. we're already really busy. So yeah, it's super else. late. Yeah. 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 But you know, okay. So I hear that you're also maybe gonna go down into the desert and race out in, like east of Palm Springs there. Yeah. Next weekend. TVMA. Yeah, TVMA. Okay. See how All that right. goes. I've been yeah, I mean, studying at that track. There's there's a bunch of locals that are that are pretty quick down there, you know. Yeah, I hear so. it's gonna be pretty packed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Lots of yeah. Well, well, they're probably talking about you. I hope that's pretty cool. I mean, look, I, it is cool. You're the. I I I even asked Gagne this one time. I was like, dude, do you like pretty much, you know, show up to the track and just know that you've got these guys. Like, is that you? Uh, not really. Like, <laughs> before the race, I like to tell myself that. But, okay. like, I'm like, yeah, I know these people. Like, in uh, in Junior Cup, I let that get to me. But okay. I've been focusing more on myself and, fo like, focusing on my program. And, like, yeah, they're, they're, they're big names, but, like, I don't care. So I just focus on myself and ride my race and go fast like I do and uh, see what I can do. Well, I, you know, I hear that De Declan races out there. So, I mean, I know, I know you've, you've kind of beat up on Declan at Buttonwillow, but, you know, we'll have to see, see what happens when you go to his house, right? Yeah, we'll see. I, I hope I can get the, the track down pretty fast, but Deion Campbell went back there and he, he got the track down really fast. He got a lap record there on Pirelli's and, mm -hmm. um, hopefully I could be, um, <clears throat> I could learn that track as fast as he, he did. Like what, what's your process of learning a new track? Um, I, like usually I, uh, like in Moto America, I followed someone because most of them have ridden that track, but, um, it's really the downloads. The downloads really helped me after the after practice, qualifying, anything like looking at a track map and discussing lines. That that helped me a lot at the end of the season for um, my Moto America career and Junior Cup downloads with Andrew Lee. He helped me a lot with that. Um, but yeah, downloads on track maps, writing lines and brake markers and gas markers and breathing markers ethan chaplock taught me that and that helped me in the breathing 20 markers. yeah breathing markers talk a little bit about breathing markers i want to hear so yeah you got like obviously the straights but like in corners you obviously got to breathe so got to remind yourself to breathe in corners so you don't like pass out by squeezing but that's something he he taught like his group in southern pride performance he uh, <clears throat> told people to ride a track map with breathing markers. And it in that 20-lap race at CRA, it really saved me, like, a lot. Because I was really tired at the end of that race. What do you, what do you, uh, you know, you said that. So, like, what do you think about the longer lap count at CRA? You know, the sprint races are 8, and then uh, the GT race is 18 to 20, depending on config, right? Yeah, that's... I like longer laps more because it gets you more prepared for the for the big leagues, really. 
like that 29th race is really like a mind opener for me especially because like I can't get tired at the end of that if I want to win so I gotta push myself endurance wise to to push past that and like after that race is over like okay let's go again I gotta do that yeah yeah, yeah. I mean I I tell people too that have never done it before. I mean, you, you kind of figure a lot about yourself as a person in a longer race like that, yes. because you know, when you're at lap, when you're at lap 15 and you still got five to go, like all of a sudden you're like, shit, man, I'm getting kind of hungry. <laughs> yes. Oh, shit. I need to pee. I'm, I'm thirsty. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I think granola bars sounded pretty good about right now. <laughs> yeah. That's like fat guy shit right here, you know. So, <laughs> no, yeah, like pr uh, Pringles, salt, water. Okay. Yeah, so you can get in more water. That's can't eat too many because it'll make you make your stomach a little big. But that yeah. Helps. And then, um, you know what? There, there's a couple more comments coming in. So, um, Joe Walsh. Yeah. Walsh. Uh, awesome. I don't know if you know him, but he says. What do you like to do when you're not riding bikes? And by the way, nice shirt. Thank you. Um, so I like playing video games. I, uh, there's this uh, teenager, you know, <laughs> there's a game called MX Bikes. I love playing that game. It's a motocross game. And then I really want the Superbike, the um, Superbike 22 game. I'm thinking about getting that. The World Superbike. And really into that. Well, you know what? In your um, 2019 Young Guns thing, you said if you weren't racing, you would be a professional bass fisherman. Uh, yes, that. <laughs> I like doing that, too. I've got a new one. It's uh, flying. I would really like to be a pilot. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Oh, you want to be a pilot. Okay. Fishing poles right there. I got three. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been, that, I got that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that sounds way cooler than video game. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, no it, wonder, no wonder you don't have a tan. You're in, you're, you're like. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Okay, so, um, yeah, your dad's confirming that you guys have never been to Chakwala, which is cool. Uh, Chris from Pin the Gas podcast, he's. He's actually asked a couple of questions on here, but yeah. I've been kind of like scrolling around. He, he uh, just a summary, he says mega like 37 times. <laughs> and, um, but he does ask you like, do you, have a, do you have like a special diet that you're following? No, nothing special, just nothing bad really. Like chocolate, excessive amounts of chocolate. Like don't do that. Uh, I have been slacking. I had ice cream last night. Oh, uh, damn. <laughs> but like, I was going to say, like, Rocco, Rocco's uh, secret was like peanut butter cups, right? I think so. I don't know. Yeah. He, he's really big into smoothies. Smoothies? Like, smoothies, yeah. Like, when I was traveling with him, that's all he ate. <laughs> okay. Not all of it, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Rocco kind of blew up there for a little bit. I was like, bro, you're looking like a linebacker right now. You know? <laughs> yeah, he got big. But he, yeah. he set himself But he's turned way down again. He's yeah. he's fit again, I think. So. Yeah, I think. Who knows? He'll probably run a marathon tomorrow and get better. 
Yeah. Weirdo. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a bunch of people asking about what you do to stay in racing shape, and basically, you you we already talked about that earlier. Is like you're kind of the cyclist, right? You yeah. Be? Okay. And then um, he uh, Chris from Pin the Gas also wants to know. Um, he well, he says that you have that game. He has that game too. Let's play, bro. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and just a heads up, I was giving you shit because you're a teenager playing video games, but dude, yeah. this guy's he's old. <laughs> he's oh, a grown ass man, dude. Got <laughs> Maverick here. Say hi. Oh, that's your that's your new mutt. New puppy. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Maverick is his name. I wanted to say hi. Yeah, Maverick from Top Gun. Of course. Yeah. I was gonna say, are, are you that big of a of a, a Vinales fan? Like, I didn't think so. so. Uh, not really. But yeah. All right. So let, let me ask you this: you're, you're a fan of racing, right? Yeah. You're a fan of racing. So, like, who's your who's your favorite rider in in the Moto Two, Moto Three, Moto GP? Mm. I don't really watch that much Moto GP. Really. Yeah, I know. You don't watch that stuff? Oh, uh, not really. Like, I watch the replays. I just watch the racing. I don't really watch the names. I okay. was a big Marquez fan, and then kind of got worse. Like, after that crash, he, he hasn't been good at all. Like, I, I really liked his style, his flow. He was consistent, was. He's, like, then, way out here. Yeah. <laughs> I like his style. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but um, Alex Rins, big fan of him. He's super, He's been the Mr. Consistent in my eyes, what I've seen. I haven't really been too consistent on watching that. Well, how about uh, how about Superbike, then? Are you uh, World Superbike? Yeah, I like Ray Top Rack too. Top Rack is insane, but that yeah. dude's a nut, man. He that is a nut. He ain't even right. <laughs> that dude's stoppies are insane. Bautista? Yeah. I mean, he bit. is world champion, right? Like. Yeah, and he's the old. He's an older one too. Yeah, he's a, he's he's, he's getting up there. Yeah, it's even though. He's trying to look young with his cornrows and tattoos, right? <laughs> yeah. So what's that? You're gonna you're gonna grow out your hair and get cornrows? No. I don't I don't think we've had I... a redhead with cornrows before. <laughs> no, I just, I like keeping it small. I don't like those the big ones, big beards. All right. Heck, I'm how about not tomorrow? How How about here in the United States? Like, who who's your uh? Who are you a big fan of in Superbike here? Gagne. Big fan of Gagne. Like, yeah. who is it? Like, well, Gagne's won two in a row, man. Like, and he's yeah. a good dude. He's, <laughs> he's a good replacement for Cameron Bobier. Like, he really lived up to the like expectation of Cameron Bobier. He's been Mr. Consistent. I like, I like his style, too. He looks effortless on the bike. Super smooth and... Uh, he yeah. looks effort. Have you ever? Are we watching the same I, thing, dude? He, he looks, looks like a fucking maniac on the bike, dude. To me, I don't know. It's I. <laughs> I look at it a little different. <laughs> I mean, I look. I I compare the two, right? Like yeah. I I you know being involved in the team, I got to see Cameron, and 
you know, and and Jake was his teammate, and you know, Cameron had this like super smooth style that you're talking about, right? Yeah. Well, Jake is like the super exciting style to watch, and Jake's calmed quite a bit, lot of that down, but he's still pretty exciting to watch. Like I've noticed that. You, yeah, you go to like I, I get to watch him up close here at Button Willow all the time, and yeah. um, you know, you watch Jake. I, I call it the Gagne flick. He does this flick where he's like transitioning from left to right into a wheelie. And he never, I mean, it's, it's violent looking, but it's badass looking, you know, it, it, like he does not look smooth at all. He looks like he's wringing that thing's neck for all it's worth. Yeah. So now you say that, yeah, like he does look a little more aggressive than Cameron. He's, he's a little more aggressive. But yeah. Like, I, I like, like the combo of the two. Like I want to be like in the middle. So Chris McGuire again. Thank you for this, Chris. Um, at how many how how many fines has Barbara given you at AFM for doing stand up wheelies? I, I haven't seen one. Lucky. What is Chris paying him? I don't know, but Barb is awesome. I love her. <laughs> okay. No, I love Barb. She's awesome. All right. And then uh, Bearded Jixer goes, what about JH number two? I'm not, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a big fan. Okay. Why, why is that? I, like, I've never talked to him in person, like literally at all. I've never had a conversation with him. Like I've had a conversation with most of the people, but like he's, he's the nuttier part of Moto America. Like, he does all those stunts on Instagram. I'm not a big fan of that. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go, bearded jixer. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, that's actually one of our uh, amateur racers. Um, Ernie is his name, and yeah. uh, and as you might guess, he has a beard and he races a jixer. So there you go. Um, so where uh, your dad wants to know where you want to take your career. Do you want to go to World Superbike? Do you want to go to British Superbike, Moto2? Like, what's your ultimate goal? I mean, you know, if I, you want me to go back to your uh, Young Guns thing, it says that you want to get to the highest level of racing possible. Yeah. With a lot of hard work, maybe even MotoGP one day. Now, that was a few years ago, obvious. But, like, what do you, uh, is that still your, you'll just go as, you're going to just ride the wave? Like, I would like to, but like, I don't, the wave isn't really looking like it's going to go far, but I like the next step I would like to do, um, I would like to do world super sport. World super sport. Okay. Yeah, like that. They're super competitive. Like watching them, they're just insane. Like a few years back, it looks more competitive than it is now, but like that would be the next step in my eyes. Like anything in Europe, really. Like I'd like to go Europe. That's looks like there's the most success in Europe. All right. I mean, look, you know, those those guys over there are super competitive. I mean, I we we got to pit in Portugal next door to a guy who goes by um, Baby Hulk. He he ended up being World Super Sport champion. And he earned it that 
He earned it that weekend. Um, shit, I can't remember what his first name is. Last name's Diaz. And um, he signed with the Yamaha team to do World Super Sport this year. And, um, but on the roster, it had a star next to his name. And I didn't know what the hell that was. So I reached out to Michael Hall. You know, the British dude walks around with a microphone and sticks it in your Michael face. Michael Hill, yeah. Yeah, Michael Hill. There you go, Michael Hill. So Michael Hill was like, yeah, dude, that's like for the um, for the rookies. So like if you went to World Supersport, the rookies get a star next to their name, but they don't get to do the flyaway rounds. They only do the Euro rounds. Whoa. I did not know that. That's weird. I've never heard of that yeah. either. Yeah. So World Super 300 Supersport champion whatever Diaz, a.k.a. Baby Hulk, like that dude, <laughs> I, that dude's legit, right? He's super fast, yeah. right? He's, he only gets to do the Euro rounds. And I think he does, I think they get one, like it, I think they get to do the final round, which is a flyaway, I think. Oh. Uh, Argent, Argentina, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what do you think about that? Like if you got a ride in World Supersport, you wouldn't get to do like all the rounds. I wouldn't be mad. But you'd still be in Europe. I'd still be in Europe. I'd be happy about yeah. that. Right on. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, Rocco's like, shit, let me check this out. He, I, <laughs> I texted Rocco before the show, yeah. and now he's he says he's going to check it out. So I don't know. We might have Rocco comment here in a minute. Oh, yeah. That's hilarious. All right. So let's see. We got we got a couple more questions coming in. Like, where do you, where do you see yourself in five years from uh, Chris Pindegas? Yeah. Like at least on a superbike. Well, no, not a superbike. Like a super stock, stock, stock bike. A stock thousand in five years. Uh, aim higher, buddy. Like, come on, man. Two years. Or honestly, like in world super sport, I'd like to okay. see myself there. All right, that's cool. Yeah. All right, and then. Um, Chris from Pirelli wants to know, uh, he says this is his last question, so I'm going to hold him to that. But <laughs> what's your favorite Pirelli race compound? So my favorite, my favorite, I'll tell you the favorite setup. So I like SC1, the 125 front, and then SCX 190 rear. That's my yeah. favorite setup. Yeah, I mean, look, I got to agree with you on the X, dude. Like, I run that thing on the big bike, and I'm like, holy shit, where are you hiding this from me all this time, dude? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, that tire is, like, cheating. Basically, yeah. Right? It, it's, it lasts surprisingly long. Right on. Yeah. Right on. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, Simcoe is saying... Uh, same as Bradley Ray in World Superbike, it's uh, only doing Euro round. Oh, I didn't know that. So, yeah, so Bradley Ray got a World Superbike ride, and because he's a World Superbike rookie, he only gets to do the Euro rounds. Oh, yeah, yeah. that dude's kind of a beast, too, right? Yeah, well, he won the BSB championship, he must be some kind of a beast. Some beast, <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. I was I was telling some of the guys about this um, when we were in Portugal. Um, what's his name? Shaky Burns was mm -hmm. walking was basically walking around Bradley Ray shopping for rides, <laughs> and uh, he came into our garage. Shook I shook hands with the dude. Had no idea who he was. Oh. <laughs> 
I was like, dude, he's just some yoked out dude with glasses and like long hair sticking out of the back of his hat. I had no idea who the fuck he was. <laughs> you just knew he was important. <laughs> I knew he was. Sh- I knew Shaky. I-, I knew who Shaky was. Yeah. But I had no. I-, I had no idea. And then like a week later or something, I I saw people talking about that guy and. And I was like, holy shit, that's that guy? And so I texted Richard. He's like, yeah. I, I, he's like, I didn't have time to talk to him. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> awesome. Well, I mean, you know, it was busy in there, man. Like, they were trying to help Jake go faster. And, um, you yeah. know, that's, uh, that's all it is, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, your, your dad's like, yeah, we'll take just your all rounds. We're good with that. Yeah, I like, I like that idea. Oh, I guess... Uh, Ruballs just got alerted to this as well. So I love you, Ru. Just know that. I know I love yeah, you. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and uh yeah, I guess uh you got Devin making your shirts. Yeah, Devin husband he's every single time it's it's better than the last. Like these were awesome and then he made the new ones, they look even better. Like th- this one looks amazing. It helped pop my my program a lot. The the pop up was amazing. It was absolutely beautiful. And then he made the the Nardo gray one, and it looks awesome too. It's they're sweet. And yeah, I might have to I might have to buy one of your gray shirts. I'm not rocking a green shirt, dude. No, you can gray. Yeah, there you go. Green? No, gray shirt. Sure. Yeah, your shirt. Yeah, I get it. I mean, come on, dude. I, no, dude. I know, I know. Green just clashes, dude. Like, it just clashes with the, with the vibe, yeah. you know what I mean? You know. Oh, I am fully know. Yeah. I fully know. <laughs> you'll, you'll get the gray. You'll get the gray. Right on. Then maybe we'll okay, so, yeah, like, to, to, to go back on your flex thing, I mean, mm-hmm. what you said about him getting better every time, I'll, I'll tell you this, like, when we showed up, uh, when the attack team showed up at Daytona, the shirts came. We, we, it was last minute. We flew, we, they flew in basically, right? Yeah. We get the shirts, and um, let's just say they were uh, not made for the American muscular midsection. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, everybody on the team, Canfield, I mean, they looked so sexy on Canfield, yeah, right? Of but uh, yeah. I mean, they look like cycling jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I then, you know. But then we had then we had them at World Superbike and they were a lot better. So yeah, yeah. He's really good improving. Yeah, then like he's like, oh shit, that's wrong, and he changed the cut, and they're like way better. So mm-hmm. um, well done there. Yeah. Well, you know what, B man, I I wish you the best of luck this season. You know, I I want to see you do well. I you know I know that you're racing at Chuck Wall in a couple weeks, I think, and uh, you know I wish you the best of luck there. I I. Uh, you know, I like Declan too. I'm I kind of rooting for Declan because he's on a Yamaha. But also, dude, you, I'm rooting for you too, man, because yeah. you're beat. Yeah, I I try. <laughs> I try my hardest. Is your dad going down there with you or no? Uh, yes, he's he's driving me down there. We'll have a I'll have Chris McGuire, the whole Pirelli crew there, helping me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what, man? It's been a fun chat, B, and, um, you know, I, I guess I'll see you next month at CRA. Yep. And, um, you know, any anything anything else you want to say before we wrap this thing? Uh, I'd like to thank all my sponsors to, okay. like, here, I got I got a whole list. I oh, shit. Here it goes. Got my list going. Hold on. Deep breath. 
All in one breath. All in one breath. I'm just kidding. Um, oh, my God. All right. So, of course, Brendan Kettleson Racing, mom, dad, sister, Willow, Maverick now, and all we got a lot of animals now, all the cats. Anyway, and then PCP Motorsports, their big one, Grave Sport, MC Tech, Mike Canfield, Derek Keys Racing, uh, Arai Helmets, TT Racing Pirelli, Chris McGuire, um, Pirelli USA, Southern Pride Performance, Ethan Chapluck, Molico Specialty Products, John Mullins, um, Flex Racing, of course, uh, Vortex EK, Wonder CBD, Tom Adler, um, Oculus Financial, uh, my paint by Ed Yost, my bike looks sweet because of him, um, Eric Child, the one that got me the bike, and John Wrighty. Wow, man, that's a that's quite the list for a club racer. Yeah, they, they all help uh-huh. me in little ways, and it, it all helps clasp the program, it all works out. Enough. Well, you know, you keep doing what you're doing, man. I, you know, maybe, maybe the sport, the budgets will come back eventually, and you know, you'll be on the on the list of people to call because you're the guy that's capable of winning, right? Yeah, I hope so. so all right, man. Well, wish you the best of luck, and uh, I'll see you on the grid, man. Thank you. All right, I hope to buddy. see you there. Yeah, buddy. See ya.